Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, our new player has joined. Keith and Jesse talked to Dr. Christopher Hale about getting involved with the Sister District Project. They also discuss fascism and gaming and echo the dolphin. On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Kinane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows. Featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out... Why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is New Year, New You. How to set yourself up for success. Let's do this. Hey, hey, friends. This is Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kinda Dating. Inevitably... As a result of having a dating show, I get a lot of messages about breakups, including the question, how to move on. So if you're sick of social stalking your ex or sick of watching your friend do the same, uh, we wanted to help and recommend a really cool app that's getting a lot of buzz everywhere from Vogue to Forbes. Um, I was actually interviewed for their blog about all of this. It's called Mend. It's a self-care app for heartbreak that will help you whether your breakup just happened now or if it's been a while. And, you know, you're having a hard time moving forward. Uh, the app has daily audio trainings designed by wellness and mental health health experts that will help you with the essential self-care you need post-breakup to help you feel better faster. Um, MEND also tracks your progress and helps you process your breakup through guided journaling, which I'm personally a big fan of. Um, And like I said, this app is getting a lot of buzz. The New York Times calls MEND a personal trainer for heartbreak. And if that's not enough, it even caught the attention of Jessica Alba. Yes, Jessica Alba, (laughs) who is now an advisor. Um, Users call the app a lifesaver. So we wanted you to check it out. And our friends at MEND have offered our listeners, that is you guys and our friends, an awesome promo. Go to letsmend.com slash kind of dating. That's L-E-T-S-M-E-N-D dot com slash kind of dating for a seven day free trial of the app because... Heartbreak hurts, but you and your friends don't have to go through it alone. Mend whole hearts for everyone. Um, we have a cool new thing that we're offering here in the new year. If you leave us a review on the podcast app, you can win a chance to be a guest on the Kind of Dating Podcast. Um, I get requests all the time for you guys to share your stories, and I would love for you to be one of our featured guests. So leave us a review. Five stars only. Let's keep it real. Um, and, uh, and and you can potentially be on the show. Uh, guys, it's a new year. 
And if you're listening to this out of order, it's the start of 2018. That's the year we're talking about. There's lots of fresh energy in the air. Hungover. Hungover energy, but it's fresh. Um, and people are getting back to work and hopefully setting some new goals for themselves. Uh, but, you know. The new year isn't this like magical thing in and of itself. It's like a symbol and a time of change. So we wanted to set you off on the new year and prep you for some dating success. Um, There's no better time than the present to change your ways and fix yourself. Um, So to help us today, we have an awesome guest. 2018, guys, is full of some amazing guests. Like I'm so excited uh, about this year uh, for the Kind of Dating Podcast. I want to introduce... Makeup artist, author, matchmaker, and the infamous most messaged girl on OKCupid, Lauren. How do I say your last name? Eurasic. Eurasic. <laughs> Lauren Eurasic. Lauren Eurasic. Hi. Hi. How, how are, are you? you? I'm well. I was like, I'm going to butcher that. It's okay. Nobody nobody gets it. No? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say Eurasic. I feel yeah, like that's, that's what everybody probably that's says. That's the most common, yeah. for sure. It's okay. People say Chandel to me. I would say Shondell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that at least makes me sound like, you know, I'm like Natasha Shondell. <laughs> um, but yeah, when people say Chandel, I want to like, yeah, I, I immediately write them <laughs> off. I'm like, we'll never be friends. Yeah. Well, Eurasic is not that smooth. So, hey, I think it's a it's a beautiful <laughs> name. Matches you. Um also, friends, if you're listening and I'm fucking lisping, I'm sorry. Like, the <laughs> Mason and Lauren are, la- like, giggling at me because I just got an Invisalign. Um, it's been a bit, but, like, there's still certain words I can't say. Like, yeah. success. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> Mason's like, We're at least you're honest. Now yeah, I know. You, yeah. But, like, I, I'm so conscious of it. Yeah. And, like, my name. Yeah, but your teeth are going to be... Bang. I know, I know. That's what I tell myself. I'm jealous. I paid people extra money, or I paid the orthodontist extra money to like speed up the process. Oh, that's what I. This is I how like paranoid I am about this shit. Yeah, yeah. I've been like, I feel like a child. I keep joking. I'm like going on 16 again. I actually know a lot of people that have Invisalign right now. I knew so, too. Now, so yeah. well, now I do because yeah. I kept going to the bathroom and I'd be like apologize to people. I'd be like, I'm really sorry. I have to take this out. And somebody yeah. would be like, I just took mine out. I'm like, right. oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry to digress. Um, Lauren, single in a relationship. I'm currently single. Yes, girl. Yeah. Ready to mingle? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready to mingle. I got out of a relationship maybe three four months ago okay so i'm okay i'm good to go so i'm guessing okay cupid did not work for you <laughs> well i mean i actually met my not my previous boyfriend but my boyfriend before that really okay cupid oh. yeah okay so wait tell me how how this happened like so you became known as the most message girl on okay cupid sure. how did you even find that out like did somebody reach out to you yes and so- how many messages was it yeah, so New York Magazine was writing an article. They reached out to OkCupid. OkCupid took a sample of data like over a few weeks, and I happened to receive the most, on average, messages a day, which was 35. Oh, my God. Which isn't even... I don't know if it's that many, though, for now. Like, I think that was about four years ago. So, yeah, I still think 35 is a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot, but... Um, yeah, I mean, that's just how it happens. Did so you then, read all of them? 
No, I mean, you know, you can pretty much scan through the first line. Yeah, yeah. And if it's just like, hi, yeah. or, you know, their picture is like, you not, can see yeah, it, yeah. Like, you know, they're a weirdo or not can, attractive for you or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, if it's just, or yeah, if the first line is like, totally everything is misspelled yeah. or it's like inappropriate immediately, you know. So when you were getting those messages, like, were you like, oh my God, this is, these are a lot of messages. Or you just were like, oh, this must be normal. No, I just thought it was normal. Mm -hmm. And I still think it's pretty normal for women yeah. to receive tons of messages. Yeah. Yeah. But not, I mean, I don't know, 35 is a lot. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it had a lot to do with, it had a lot to do with having good photos. Yeah. It had a lot to do with, I was a new member back on the site. Uh, so like, and the I think algorithm, a lot of it makes men, you more. Yeah. A lot yeah. of men search for like new users. Mm-hmm. Because um, they're bored of the old pool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it had a lot to do yeah. with that. Um, and just also happen, having a well-written profile. So I think yeah. it's kind of like a combo of all right. those. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really do think it starts with the pictures. You're beautiful. So, like, Thank you. it was probably also that you had, like, stunning pictures. Because guys are dumbasses. Like, I love you, you guys. <laughs> like, we need you. I need your dicks. But, like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, it definitely has to do Guys with are pictures. reading the profiles as much as girls are. Correct. Yeah. Mason's like, that's not true. Do you agree? Come on. Initially. I, I read the because you're always a smart one. Mason is I not will the. Say on average, yeah. Or as uh, our previous guest said, I am an outlier. Yes, you are yeah. an outlier. That I agree with. Well, I think that everyone looks at the photos first. And then I think the difference is if you read someone's profile, yeah. it can make them more attractive, yeah, yeah, yeah. less attractive, or you can just choose to ignore it. Yeah. Like I would have very very specific things like don't message me if dot 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 and people would still message me of course they just didn't yeah. care yeah you know but it's also like because if you I, I talk to a lot of guy friends and whenever they're on like tinder or bumble or whatever they're not they don't care they're swiping on everybody sure it's like a numbers game yeah and then they'll like well i think, think the about apps it. are definitely different than okcupid because yeah. you're not getting as much information mm -hmm. So, yeah, you kind of have to spark that conversation to even get that yeah. info, you know? Yeah. So did your life like totally change after that? Like, My life mag? did change. Yeah. I never expected this one little article to like blow up everything. Yeah. And you I like mean, wrote a book. Yeah. I mean, the craziest thing was that I got a book deal and I did you know press internationally like I was on Good Morning America oh my god I was like did all this crazy shit and then um the book actually got optioned to like potentially be made into a tv yeah. show wow obviously the tv show didn't happen but just the fact that I even wrote the book and like yeah I think it's so cool yeah it's crazy I just from whole, like being like, you other little career yeah. from being on okcupid totally yeah that's so cool though yeah um also, a little known fact that people don't know about you is uh, not only are you a makeup artist, but you're like a celebrity makeup artist. And we will not get into it, but like <laughs> you have done HMU for the Trumps. <laughs> uh, yeah. Back in the day before before all the craziness went down. Um, yeah. I used to do Ivanka's makeup. That's crazy. But um, yeah, we won't get into it. But we don't I, wanna, yeah, I just think that was so fascinating. I'm like gosh <laughs> like how cool you were like one step removed 
Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And you also did um, the Mamas. Mamas, uh, Ivanka? No, Ivan. No, Which no, one? I Ivan- didn't. Oh, you didn't do the Moms. No. I thought you did. Um, okay, so uh, we're talking like briefly. This is this is more about New Year, New You. Like, how do you set yourself up for success for like overall dating, not just like online dating? Mm-hmm. But like, you did have a lot of success in online dating with OkCupid. So, just any brief tips? Like, you had said, really good photos, high quality, putting yeah. your best foot forward, kind of shit. I mean, I would say. There's a lot of things you can do to make your profile better, whether it's on apps or like on a more traditional like site. But photos are important. You have to have, you know, photos that really represent who you are. Mm -hmm. Like I have to see your face if it's like a blurry photo or you're wearing sunglasses or you're with like a group of people. Like none of those are helpful. Um you know, everyone has iPhones now. There's no excuse to have shitty old pictures. Exactly. Yeah. So have a good variety. I would say at least four pictures, like full body, face shot, yeah. you know, maybe where you're doing an activity or something. Yeah. Um, write something genuine, even if it's a little tip that I like to use is having like a likes and dislikes section because mm. it. It gets you to be specific and it tells people about you as opposed to just being like, I love to travel mm-hmm. because who doesn't like to travel? You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, yeah. And try just, not to be snarky about it, right? Like, I feel like some yeah. people would go, like, dislikes life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think whatever you write kind of will attract that person that mm-hmm. you're trying to attract. Because, you know, maybe you are a pessimist or something, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you want to attract another, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, You're not going to be attracting an optimist with that. I guess, I guess I would say just be genuine and don't be general. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Be genuine. Don't be general. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, okay. So, so it's, it's 2018. It's, it feels great, which always does in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what what do you think is like the biggest hurdle to get past when you're starting a new year and like trying to kick off like your goals? Like what detracts people, I think, from like really following through on things? I think when everyone's setting their New Year's resolutions and everything, they may just be doing it because they feel like they have to. Yeah. And they're not really that motivated behind it. Yeah. And they may be initially motivated, but, um, you know, I truly believe that anything you want to start shouldn't have to start on the first. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't do it now, then what? why are you going to yeah. do it on the first? Yeah. So. I also think it's like people think like a new year is like a magic potion right that's going to change everything in your life and it's like nothing changes unless you work at changing it you know and so it becomes like a and then people just get like disheartened really quickly like by third week fourth week they're Mm -hmm. like oh shit's the same right fuck it and yeah. then by like mid February, they've given up altogether. I'm sorry. I don't know why I did a guy's voice. It could be a girl. Girls do the same <laughs> thing. Like we fucking suck too. And we're like, oh, this didn't work out. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, I that's just my impression you... of all girls. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just think you really have to 
take responsibility for whatever you're doing year round and not assume that because the the year is new or, you know, even if you cut your hair or you move into a new place or get a new job, like things are still ultimately up to you Mm -hmm. to follow through, to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the um, what's the importance of like, okay, so like I said, we're not we're not necessarily talking about like New Year's resolutions this year. We're just like building up the arsenal for when we're getting out there Mm -hmm. again, because, again, for whatever it is worth, people feel like it's renewed energy when it's a new year. So Mm -hmm. it's very symbolic. And like, how can you set yourself up for that? And why is it so important to like set yourself up? Like, I think of it like a job. Like if you're going for a job, you're going to want to have a good resume in place, get a decent wardrobe for it, Mm -hmm. you know, like brush up on your interviewing skills, research on the people like Mm -hmm. that, like setup is really important. Yeah. Right. Otherwise. Yeah. Do you mean like going into a new date? Yeah. Or just like, like revamping yourself as you're progressing for this new year. I think, yeah, I think the key is really just to leave any negative past experiences Mm -hmm. behind. Yeah. And and even if you've had a bad, say, your last five dates you went on didn't exactly go the way you wanted, like just not generalizing the future Mm -hmm. and taking every new experience as a new experience and every new person that you meet Mm -hmm. um, as a new person and not you know putting them into a box yeah like you may have yeah. done before so where where can people start like before they've even started setting goals like okay I need to change this like where do you even start hmm <laughs> like I think like you have to look at yourself like inventory yeah it's like taking inventory yeah. of yourself first like you just got to sit with yourself and be like all right yeah what has been happening in my dating life? Yeah. And where do I really want it to be? I think, yeah, I think you definitely have to put your ego aside. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, maybe, you know, if, even if the last few people, like, sucked and I blamed everything on them, like, let's take a step back. And what was I maybe not doing mm-hmm. to the best of my ability? Mm-hmm. Like, personally, I went on a date with this guy, like, a week ago. Actually, it's been almost two weeks now, and he's a friend of a friend, and I do want to go out with him again, but I've been horrible at scheduling this second date. Why? And, <laughs> well, I'll be honest. The first date was, it was good. Like, it was, it was nothing, like, amazing. Yeah. But it's definitely worth a second date. Yeah. So I think when you don't have that immediate spark with someone initially, you're like you know you're not super excited about it and it's hard it's easier to just like push off Mm -hmm. a date along with a busy schedule like yeah yeah it's just easy so my like current uh I guess goal or you know thing I'm striving towards right now is just getting better at like scheduling and not being flaky yeah and so I had to kind of put that blame on me yeah you know, I could have an amazing connection with this guy, but totally. I don't know because yeah. I haven't scheduled a second date. Mm-hmm. So I think taking little things like that, um, you know, think about there's all these little things that we do that 
push people away or that just yeah, like, don't bring our relationship to the next level. Yeah, because like I, you know, I, I've said it before too, where it took me. It, this was hard for my ego, but when you start realizing, like, the only constant in every relationship yeah. <laughs> in your life is you, right? So like, you can keep blaming everybody else for it, but yeah. at some point, you got to be like, all right. Yeah. Why am I, even if it's down to like, why am I attracting this type of person? Yeah. You have to take like responsibility mm-hmm. and be like, this is where I want to go. And like, why am I not right. getting there? Like for me at one point it used to be, I just used to date like shitty people. Like yeah. all my friends used to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why, why do you date like crazy people? And and it took me a long time to be like, oh, yeah, like, I think I'm, like, kind of attracted to the bad boy, you know? Uh-huh. And it, it took a lot of effort to stop that and, like, yeah. and and realizing, like, well, I have to take responsibility mm-hmm. and then, like, make a, pa- a new pattern where I was like, no, I am not going to... Like, I kept only going on dates with nice guys and then reminding myself why that was so good. Right. And, like, now I'm just, like, only into nice guys and, like, those dumbass like bad boy types I'm yeah I just find them so lame right like and they still try to hit on me and and they try they're like oh no you're into this I'm like it's so funny that you think <laughs> that I am I used to be yeah but this is very lame now yeah like there comes you know right. but like it took me a while to mm-hmm. be honest and be like it was me and not everybody yeah. else yeah admitting your own faults mm-hmm. is yeah yeah and just like even it doesn't always even have to be a fault. It's just like, what areas do you want to improve mm-hmm. at? And and I think a big thing is also like not making it like, like a, uh, how do you say, a means to an end, but take it as like a journey and like a, a growing process. Yeah. Like you realizing like you need to go out more. Example, doesn't have to do with like, hey, I want to go out more so I can get this end result. It should mm-hmm. just be like, I, if me going out more, example, and and going on a new date is a new experience that helps me grow as a person, yeah, 100%. you know? And then yeah. even if that date doesn't work out, I have now given myself like yeah. a new experience right. to go out more, yeah. simple, and like just keep doing that over and over again, you yeah. know, until like you've mastered right. going out more. <laughs> no, I I completely agree. I hate when people label marriages or relationships as a failure if mm-hmm. they don't work out. And you know, I think I think the problem I think where we get disappointed is when we when we create these expectations, mm-hmm. you know, and even my last relationship, it was only like 6 months, you know, pretty quick, but I learned so much from that oh totally and you know I just take that into I think if I didn't have that relationship Mm -hmm. then you know you wouldn't know what you know yeah and and even if you go on a bad date or or it's a good date but you know there's no chemistry like just take it for what it is Mm -hmm. don't label everything like oh like I didn't meet the one exactly yeah yeah a, a lot of my friends always you and I talked about this briefly before, like off mic, about people like thinking like dating or or going into it with the attitude that dating is so difficult. Like they go into it like every date is like somebody stealing part of their soul or something. I'm like, calm down. It's just a fucking date. Yeah. And like if it doesn't work out, like why are you so attached right. from like yeah before you've even walked in the room? They're like, this could be the one. I'm like, let. 
like right. people will prove every day that they're the one like yeah. they don't have to you know um but like people go in with so much pressure mm-hmm. and i think like that's even something like if people are taking inventory of what what area they want to improve at this year you know it can range from everything from like your attitude to dating to stepping outside of your comfort zone and meeting people in a different way yeah. whether that might be an actual dating app because mm-hmm. some people like aren't into that yeah or the opposite i'm gonna cut out the apps and like go outside more or like i need to do more activities like yeah. stop being in like the same circle or you know getting right. over the past like these though those are all like everybody's journey is going to be different yeah in that um yeah i think that I think that if we're just continue continuously trying the same things, yes, you know, did Einstein say that Einstein? doing doing the same thing over and over again yeah. is the definition of insanity? Yeah, um, it's that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, so you you kind of mentioned it briefly. You said there there were some one of the big areas that we all need to work at is letting go of the past, like especially exes, yeah, and like baggage that we might be carrying. Of, quote unquote failed relationships and failed I think it's so easy well I mean we're gonna do it regardless you know our life is just continuous conditioning Mm -hmm. that makes us who we are and you know our relationships are no uh, they're a huge part of that Mm -hmm. but I think it's it's a different thing to learn from experience, but then to generalize all new relationships and experiences with all the old ones mm-hmm. when we don't have enough information yet about exactly, that new yeah. person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if I go on a date with a guy that maybe was 15 minutes late, I'm going to hear him out. I'm going to, you know, this is just totally, a, a yeah. specific example, but I'm going to see where that goes opposed to assuming that he's always that way mm-hmm. or like he does yeah. his, you know so so true like yeah. when I was younger I remember like when I went through my hardcore commitment phobia phase for many years um <laughs> I was that person I was like I wanted an excuse out like I wanted an out before I was even trying so the minute somebody would you know um make one tiny mistake I was like bye yeah like stone face killer bye like yeah. see ya like no and then I like started realizing I'm being a dick mm-hmm. and to you know <laughs> it was all just out of fear and like me not wanting something and like admitting right. to myself I didn't really want something yeah and then I finally started like giving people a shot and listening to them and now mm-hmm. I ask people a lot more questions I'm I'm forgiving not like I let people cross my boundaries right but I'll ask the reason I'm like oh okay like I went on a date with this guy um months ago and he had uh showed up like 25 almost minutes late Uh and I was pissed because I have a I don't wait for more than like 10 minute rule yeah and then I was like okay 15 but he kept saying he was like around the corner and I'm like yeah so I literally was about to be like hey if you're not here in five like I'm leaving yeah and then he finally came like huffing and puffing and I was so pissed off and he sits down and and I then I was like hey calm down don't be a jerk ask what happened Mm -hmm. and then he's he explained that he was coming all the way from oc for the date (laughs) i'm like oh 
Well, you should have told me that you were coming from OC. Like, one, I wouldn't even, I would have been like, don't. Yeah. I don't want to date somebody <laughs> long term that's coming from OC. Right. But I, then he explained, like, the yeah. traffic situation. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And, like, you know. Yeah. So I forgave it. But yeah. I was like, don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a lot of. A lot of, especially in L.A., there's, like, that stereotype of, like, party girls or party guys. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of my friends, or I've heard it from guys, too, will just generalize, like, oh, I hate, like, all girls or all guys in L.A. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you hate every guy that lives in L.A.? It's true. People say it all the time. It's completely, like, I just always think that that's people's um, excuses. Yeah. Like people, I, you know, I've talked about this before. It's like their narrative, like this, mm-hmm. the narrative that they want to tell themselves. And then right. they create an environment that continues to feed that narrative. Sure. So they can tell everybody, see, I was right. Yeah. Versus like, let's just fucking put our ego away and and learn that like the the amount. Well, this is what's so funny. It's it's called generalization, right? In psychology, people will take one experience and generalize that experience over everybody. Yeah, it happens a lot with like racial tensions. Like somebody had a bad experience with this one um, race or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've now cast that shadow over everybody. Yeah. It's like a silly thing that people do with it. They might have gone on like five bad dates, but I'm sorry, there are like ten million people yeah. in L.A. Like. Five dates, 10 million people. Let's do the math. Like, Yeah. And you know what? Make people sense also tend, as a matchmaker, I've seen this a lot. Um, those people that generalize and think, say, every guy in L.A. is bad, they don't remember the good dates they had exactly. that they weren't into the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. Um, I think, like, even the getting over the exes in the past thing, like, for, for me recently, well, not recently, but this has been, like, a few months, um, I, I've i been seeing somebody, and I call him 27-year-old. <laughs> he's 27. Um, and, well, now he's 28, guys. 28-year-old. Um and, uh, you know, we, we started dating and there were some people from the past, like constantly hitting me up, like mm-hmm. old flexes. And, and there was one person, to be honest with you, a lot of people know, um, a lot of my friends know that I, you know, had been really not hung up on, but always was like, this one could have worked out. Like we right. both felt it just like never happened because of timing and we didn't like, now we don't live near each other. Yeah. So we'd, we'd always just be like, ah. This one thing. Mm -hmm. But I started realizing, like, he and I just kept reminiscing about this potential of us for months and months. Uh And then things started progressing with 28-year-old. I literally was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, you're one, you're seeing somebody, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't think that's fair. And I don't want to keep getting, like, I kept feeling like every time I was moving forward, he would drop me some message. And I would, like, immediately be pulled back. And then I'd start comparing people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, I feel like we're each other's crutch almost. Like, we're not, clearly we're not giving us a chance. So maybe we just need to stop talking about us. And, like, he got kind of mad about it. And I was just like, I'm not saying, like, we can't be friends. Like, we've always been friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to be reminiscing about things anymore. Yeah. Like, unless we're going to do something about it. Like, we're both grown-ups. You know yeah. what I mean? And and that was maybe, like, the big last person that I've had to be like, mm, mm-hmm. like, stop. Because I'm yeah. not progressing forward. 
if there's anybody I'm still sort of latching onto. And it's so it's been funny because in 2017, I ended up telling a few different guys this that like old exes and whoever kept trying to like loop me back in. Right. Like just calling it out. Being like, hey, I feel like you're doing this because of this. It got him so angry that they stopped messaging. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> like, like, yeah. and, and now I, I just feel more free. Not, right. you know, it, it's nice for the ego here and there yeah. to like engage with the past. For sure. But it's, it's not worth more, it. Yeah. It's way more romantic mm-hmm. than it actually is. Yeah. Like in real life. It sounds more, it sounds romantic, but yeah. it's not. Right. Because here's the thing. Like, if two people wanted to be together mm-hmm. as grownups, you would be together. Yeah. Like, you constantly talking about, well, we could have been together. This was the... the, the. No. Like, there's really no good fucking logical excuse yeah. as a grown-up for why two people... You know, I had one ex who'd always tell me, he's like, oh, I fucked up with you because A, B, C, D, E. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I love you. Okay. <laughs> Are we doing something about it? Yeah. <laughs> or we're just going to sit and I, discuss this. Oh like, God, yeah. I'm always like, how come I get the fucking dudes who want to discuss shit all the time? I'm like, I don't want to discuss anything with you. Like, are we going to do something about this yeah, or not? Unless someone's taking action. Then yeah. I don't need you to express your feelings bullshit. to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So because I started realizing for, for me, it was like just people who do that are trying to appease themselves it's not 100%. even about you it's yeah. like them wanting to get some like weird feeling out but then yeah. they go back to their wives their girlfriends their whoever they're dating and i'm like no yeah not okay um so i think it's like really important for sure to genuinely give your future a shot by letting the past go and actually they say guys have a harder time with this than girls do i posted an article about this on the kind of dating facebook page where they say, like, girls are more in tune with emotions, so, like, we cry about shit right in the beginning, and then we get over it. Right. And, like, guys act like nothing happened in the beginning, and then they distract <laughs> themselves, and then they feel emotion later. Yeah. So it's why, like, guys get more hung up on chicks that's, for a longer yeah, time. Yeah, that's interesting. hmm Yeah, I, I, I think it always depends, obviously, on the, on the situation. Yeah. But... That's actually funny. Literally this morning, this guy that I've been talking to off and on for almost seven years wow um we had this thing in new york and then he lives out here and then i moved out here and then we were kind of like it just was timing's always been off yeah and um he was gonna come up to visit he lives in san diego and <laughs> love san diego guys i'm gonna retire there and um he was gonna come up to visit um and then I was like, oh, well, I have to do this thing until this time. And so if you want to come, you know, at night and like grab dinner with me, sure. And then he responded like we're all he's in his he's like mid 30s mm-hmm. or something. And he responded with a GIF, GIF, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's and I GIF. was like, yeah. uh, and I was like, it, like, what's what's your response? Like, are we adults? Can we say yeah. yes or no? And then he he didn't reply or this was going on in my head yeah so then this morning i was like what's the deal like i need to make plans for the week and he was like oh well i sent you a message on snapchat and i'm like i'm sorry i don't communicate on snapchat (laughs) like i'll view your freaking snapchat videos but like yeah yeah yeah, we're not like making plans on snapchat and then i was just like just fucking like i literally texted him i was just i was like just fucking tell me 
what you're doing instead of sending me like cryptic messages on Snapchat. Like I'm over it. Like be an adult. And I just think some variation of that is so common, Mm -hmm. you know, and like you said, these guys like send a message. Yeah. Oh, hey, just thinking of you. Um, you know, but don't want to. Here's my thing. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll. Uh, I don't want to comment too much because I don't know the person and I don't want to, you know, overstep my boundary. Oh, it's fine. He sounds like a dick. Um, <laughs> he's thirty something years old and he can't make a plan. That's massive, like red flag. Like I would just be like, and you're here. There's no good reason again yeah. why somebody needs to be a pussy at mid thirties. Yeah, I think he, he's he's one of the guys that doesn't. I don't think he's genuinely an asshole. Like, he doesn't have bad No, no. Nobody's ever really an asshole. Uh, Some of them are. (laughs) Very few who are just genuinely bad people. Yeah, but I think he's just so, like, so relaxed that he just can't... I don't know. You know what I mean? I I think that's the excuse he might be making. But it's fine. Like, I I think the other thing is, and I tell everybody this, I said, don't make a relationship, any form of it, at any stage Mm -hmm. about the other person. Make every part of the relationship about you. So it's not that whether he's making a plan or not. Mm -hmm. It's you have set out like, hey, I've asked you, you obviously you were being assertive and you like did the right thing and you were like, I want to initiate this plan. If the person doesn't respond by a time that suits you, it doesn't matter if their answer is yes or no. It's for you. If that didn't make me feel good by this time period, it's a no. Right. And so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Well, what I was going to say was whether he's a dick or he or he just has a personality yeah. type that I can't get along with. Yeah. It's my decision to be like, exactly. even if he's a nice guy, I don't want to date someone that's like this. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't make ex- it, you know, whether I am making an excuse for his personality or not, it doesn't matter because I'm like not gonna put up yeah yeah that's awesome yeah and that's what happened with me and that guy i was telling you about that like on it like same with us we've been on and off like as in we actually never we've always been talking for many years and as in this person that was like oh this is like the the one kind of thing from Mm -hmm. afar and um finally when i like laid it out i was like oh we can't do this and his response and being so angry and like a fucking child and then now suddenly posting pictures of the girl he's dating right and i'm like that's so funny like two weeks ago you sent me a message being like i don't really feel anything for her and yeah and like it should be you and you know posting that picture i was like oh all this time i have been blinding myself and making myself think that like maybe this person isn't Uh what the what everything just showed me like all the evidence was showing me he was you know Mm -hmm. again not a bad person yeah but maybe a selfish person Mm -hmm. you know or is just like taking care of his needs first and i was like oh yeah noted right um but that's really important to like get over whatever it is you're in your past. Like mm-hmm. I've had failed relationships. I need to, you know, like all the other ones are going to be bad. Like all that mm-hmm. stuff you got to work through because it's a new year, guys. It's 2018. <laughs> you got to we, we all got a new chance in every moment, you know. Um, yeah. Another thing is like back to the dating profile stuff that people could do. You know, to, like, set themselves up for some success. Revamp mm-hmm. that dating profile. Yeah. Can I just put a uh, public service announcement yeah, out there? Yeah, do it. To, 
I want everyone to write something in their Tinder, Bumble, all the apps in their actual profile. I'm so sick of seeing just photos mm-hmm. because the hottest guy could be super smart or he could be like yep. a fucking idiot. And I don't know until I message you and... You know, I just want, even if it's like two sentences, let me see that you can spell. Let me see like something you're into, some humor, like Mm -hmm. something. I ex, I've talked about it before. I ex guys, like I'll immediately go left. I don't care how beautiful you are. If you have nothing in your profile, I'm like, how arrogant. Like you were just like, I'm so hot that I'm going to just win everybody over with my pictures. And I was like, no. But, yeah, I think, like, going back and, like he said, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and and expecting a different response. If your profile hasn't been working for you so far, maybe you need to go in and change it. And that just could be a simple thing of changing pictures, adding a few words, um, engaging people more. Like, do something, you know, and, like, ask your friends for some help to do that because I think it's... Yeah. It's really important. Like, that's your so-called, like, resume right now. Yeah. I also think that... Besides your LinkedIn, guys, because I definitely stalk people's LinkedIn before I go on a date with them. I recruit people off of LinkedIn. (laughs) Um, For matchmaking clients. Oh, yeah. I think that another, like, good online, like, app tip is to just, like, follow through with the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, if you like someone, if you swipe right on someone and you like like what you see and maybe the little thing they wrote yeah. like follow through with the conversation mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> because there's so much of just like swiping and seeing your options that you're not giving anyone a chance yeah i will admit like my personal fault has been i've never really been good at the app thing um not that i'm not good at it i'm not that interested in small talk with people I don't know like I just have a weird thing about like strangers like on like messaging Mm -hmm. but and and I've been bad a couple times where like I just swiped because I was bored and then now this person's engaging me yeah and I'm like oh and then I start and then I just stop yeah and I like fade out Uh like that's bad and I like then I, every time I've done that, and again I don't enga- like I never used to engage people uh-huh. consistently. But if I did, and then somebody engaged me back, and I did that, I'd be like, okay, you clearly weren't into this, so like right. get off. Yeah, I think it depends. Some people are texters. Some people like yeah. aren't texters. I personally am, so I feel like if I can have a little chemistry, like going back and forth, yeah. right away, then it's usually a good yeah. sign. Um, but you know, if someone, I don't know, but that's also, if someone's boring me, like then that's Mm -hmm. a sign also to me that I don't want to go out with them. If they're just asking me super generic questions, yeah. like I like to, if someone says some weird shit to me, I'm like kind of into it, you know? Oh, the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I actually, cause again, you're right. I don't, I don't uh, respond to some people who are just like, hi. Right. I'm like, hi. Yeah insert extremely <laughs> long pause like I don't know what you want me to say yeah. but then I remember there was one person 
who had messaged me, he actually DM'd me on Instagram, and I think he heard our episode about mm-hmm. like how to slide into her DM. Yeah, and we had talked about like being witty, and he just like gave the fucking funniest response. I didn't even think he was like that attractive. Right, he was cute, but like not that hot. But like, I didn't care. I actually went on like two or three dates with him because mm-hmm. just because he was so witty. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is, and I'll he kept in it. Even when I, even when I didn't respond right away, he would come back in with like a witty response to me not responding. Right. And I was like, okay, like you, you got my attention. Yeah. It so it was smart. It's all about confidence and having mm-hmm. a conversation and, you know, being funny and mm-hmm. witty and yeah. Yes. I think that's also a good one that you just mentioned is like. Working on confidence for the new year, you know, like doing um, and again, that can vary for different people Mm -hmm. of like how to build that up. We have an episode, guys, Um, episode. (laughs) I don't remember the numbers now, guys. There have been 50 something episodes, Um, but with Sunny Leone um, on confidence. So cool. You can uh, get some tips on how to. You know, boost that up. But we have more tips coming up on how to set yourself up for success in the new year with Lauren. But first, this message. Hey, guys, welcome back. You're listening to Kind of Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel here with my guest, Lauren Uracic, matchmaker, author, (laughs) makeup artist, and known as the most messaged girl on OkCupid. Um, she is offering us some tips on how to, uh, you know, get ourselves ready for this new year with the new you. Um, so we talked a little bit about, like, the obvious stuff, getting over your ex, revamping your dating profile, and, uh, you know, working on that confidence and whatever. I think another one could also be just, like, expanding your hobbies, and horizons and activities yeah i think that we get into like these grooves that Mm -hmm. we do every week and i mean i think like working out is the the obvious one and it makes you feel great and but i think there's like instead of going to a regular gym you know maybe joining like a cool new studio where you like go boxing Mm -hmm. or you you know go rock climbing even or just Thinking of things that other people do that you're like, oh, that's cool, but I could never do that. But, like, why couldn't you do it? Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. You know? Because I think, like, one big thing I always hear is everybody wants, a lot of people I know want the organic relationship. They're like, I don't want to meet them online. I want to meet them in life, but I don't meet people. I'm like, yeah, but go out and try something new. Like, again, if you've done the same thing, you've always gone to a gym and, like, we had James Kyson on the show, infamous quote, he said, where, you know, he said, the um, living your life is the best dating app. And and he's right. Like, it's about, like, doing the activities. Actually, no, I'm, I'm, I fucked that up already. He said something like, doing the activities that you love is the best dating app. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was something like that. Okay, guys. Um, and basically, it's like, Expanding your horizons, trying new things, not to try new things to meet people, trying new things that you really want to try. And then that way you could meet like minded people Mm -hmm. like I know 
like guys always like they'll jump into yoga classes because they're like, oh, meet a girl in yoga. <laughs> and it's like really like girls don't talk to anybody in yoga classes. Right. And if you're only doing that, then you're you're already going in with this like weird intention and girls can like sense all of that. Yeah. And and then you're also not going to really enjoy and get something from it. Right. So like go something like go somewhere, try something that you want to try mm-hmm. and then hopefully you meet other like-minded people doing that even if it's like beer festivals i don't know you know like yeah. i'm really like i've always wanted to go to these things cool go to a beer festival you'll meet other people who really like beer yeah i think it's even less about what it is and just more about actually talking to people because yeah it's so scary now to mm-hmm. like talk to anyone mm-hmm but I actually found that I moved to L.A. only a year and a half ago. Yeah. When I first moved here, oh, my God, it was so easy to meet people because the first thing I said was, I just moved here. Like, right. you know, hi, whatever. And um, I think also just talking to people so much, like doing makeup yeah. and matchmaking, it just makes everything more comfortable. Yeah. But, you know, if you're not in, like, a profession where you talk to people constantly, yeah. just... I mean, I try to keep in the front of my mind at all times, like, everyone is a human, everyone has insecurities, mm-hmm. nobody wants to, like, spark up a new conversation. Totally. So, you know, if everyone else has that that mindset and you just view people as just another person, yeah. you know. Yeah. And again, like, I, uh, I think even going with, like we were saying in the beginning, like make make the journey about you. So even if you are going and trying new activities and you don't talk to somebody else, that's still okay. But like expand your horizons and let those things happen naturally. Then when they do, you know, sometimes being in the same environment over and over again will build your own confidence. Like that's the way you just become comfortable by being in a place, you know. Yeah. Especially if it's an activity, like you said, like try this new studio and you go to that studio. Right. And at first, it might be really intimidating. You don't have to like push yourself and, you know, mm-hmm. first class to like go talk to somebody. But it could be like five classes in like, hey, this person sitting next to me looks really cool. Like I just want to get to know them better right. and like not make it about anything but you learning about yourself. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I think not being scared to go places alone. It's yeah. a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't always need a friend to go mm-hmm. with you. Whenever I travel alone or do anything by myself, like, that's when I'm most likely to meet someone. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah, I've, like, moved, you know, my friends back home in Canada are always, like, surprised. Like, I moved from Toronto to New York and then New York to L.A. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, how the fuck do you do it? And I'm just like, because I did it alone. But you do it alone and then you yeah. push yourself out of your comfort zone. And I, I wasn't that great at, like talking to people and stuff and Mm -hmm. I learned and I started like I met people through activities I like to do or Mm -hmm. like places that we were in at the same thing in our lives you know um and that's how I've like met some of my best friends through you know completely yeah um I think also like a good thing for maybe the new year is like healthy living Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't have to be like for an appearance thing I think just yeah, I mean, it really makes it's. I mean, it's a broken record. Everyone mm-hmm. says it over and over again. But you eat well and you exercise, and your energy goes up immediately. It's so true. You're happier. Yeah. Like everything is just yeah better. Yeah, yeah. I um didn't drink 
for most of my life mm-hmm. until like two years ago or so. And then recently I stopped again. Mm-hmm. And I've just been like just doing like a two month detox. Yeah. And I, it, think- I still didn't even drink that much in comparison to people. But for me, just like I wasn't feeling good the next day. And I was yeah. like, I don't like this. And I mean, Mason knows I've come to this podcast hungover several times. <laughs> um, and like from doing that, I started just like eating, like adding so many more vegetables to my diet, like mm-hmm. lots of just like home cooked food because yeah. I always ate out. I'm like really noticing a difference. Yeah. No, it really does. I actually think I saw you, what, like two weeks ago or yeah. something? I think I've only had like one glass of wine since then. Yeah. But I don't really, I mean, I don't yeah, really after, drink yeah. anyway, but yeah, I just don't, I don't feel like 100% the next day. Mm-hmm. I also don't really eat out that often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also why dating can be hard if you're trying not to drink or I eat know, out. I know. Because it's like, let's just grab a drink, you know? But I I mean, I try to tell people in advance, like, right. b- because before, again, before two years ago, I never drank. And I would be right. out at bars with my girlfriends and guy friends till like five in the morning. And like, I know I can hang. Mm-hmm. I just tell people in advance. I'm like, I hope it doesn't make you feel weird. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to have a soda and I'm very happy with it. Sure. And like, Thank God, like, now, like, 28-year-old is so cool. He's like, oh, no, good. Then that way I won't drink. And I'm like, you can totally drink. He's like, no, yeah. I know that. But, like, right. so he doesn't feel any pressure. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to cut down a little bit, too. I was like, great. Mm-hmm. Like, let's. Yeah. Yeah. It really makes a difference, though. I joined this, like, running gym. It's, like, all, like, yeah. interval running. And mm-hmm. I've been going almost every morning. And it's just, like, the best start to my yep. day. Mm-hmm. Once you get into the groove, you feel empty without it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, you kind of start becoming obsessed with working out. Yeah. Because it, it, it is, like, a do- like a dopamine release. Mm-hmm. And then you become, yeah. So much more energy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. But I also think, like, doing that, like I said, outside of any, like, physical benefit of, like, appearance. Right. I think it just gets your mind in the right place. Like, yeah. it gets you to, like believe more be more determined Mm -hmm. you kind of like have like a more go-getting type of attitude you know you feel Um, good about yourself yeah you feel good about yourself exactly yeah Yeah. and uh and like eating well will you know like you said just boost your energy and then you put your best foot forward as a result of that um what else do you think that people could do to like for the new year let's see any other what do you think about just getting out of your fucking head yeah I think I mean it's kind of goes back to like generalizing but Mm -hmm. not necessarily about even other people yeah just about what your habits are and your behaviors that you've had I think I mean it's very it's very easy to say but hard to do. It is. You know, um but I think just not taking dating too seriously, yeah. not judging yourself or others too harshly mm-hmm. and just like you said before, just going on a date, taking it for the experience, not yeah. putting pressure on it, not like, you know, criticizing every little thing that yeah. happens or you know, if they don't text you back for two days not Mm -hmm. thinking like you're the worst person in the world or it's basically just not taking it too seriously and I also think that there are people who are kind of converse they play like it's not serious to them because they're trying to like 
protect themselves a yeah. little bit. Like I have a bunch of friends who who kind of talk shit about and again, I can only say this because I used to do this. Right. And it's like they talk shit about the app world or talk shit about like being non-committal, whatever, almost like it's the cool thing. I'm like, who are you being cool for? You're a fucking grown up. Nobody <laughs> cares. There's no popularity contest. Right. People go off in their life and they live their shit. Nobody mm-hmm. gives a fuck that yeah. you are trying to be cool right yeah. now for this brief moment. But like. I feel like a lot of people still have sort of a stigma around online dating and they purposely don't try. I like they won't even put their yeah. a quarter of their best foot forward I because hate they when people like talk shit yeah. on online dating. Yeah. I'm like, you're literally you're just meeting someone that you otherwise wouldn't yeah. meet or they're embarrassed to do it exactly. or something. It yep. has nothing you do everything online. You yeah. order your fucking food online, you it's true. people, you know, get yeah. their like just everything. Yeah. Like, and you're saying it doesn't have to be for you. Like for me, it's not for me, but I never shit on it. Yeah. I tell everybody like you should be going online. You just have to figure out what works for you and not doesn't. Like one of my best friends went to some um what you go to? Some uh like a uh, a networking marketing kind of event because her her friend told her like this is a great way to meet people like come out with me mm-hmm. and she realized like it wasn't her vibe yeah. like it just wasn't and and she's like I had to just be honest with myself like it wasn't for me and I was like hey look that's okay like that was part of your journey and understanding yeah like you try and just like don't have to take it into like a negative like this um this is why i'll never meet somebody because this one thing didn't work out like right i still i I still had profiles on on apps it just Mm -hmm. doesn't mean like i engage in it all the time because i know my personality but that said when i do and i try to meet people like i give it my all i'm like cool um but I, I think, like, the people who, like, quarter-ass it, I won't even say half-ass it, because there are people who quarter-ass it, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, that's the shit that I get annoyed with. I'm yeah. like, get out of your head and, like, either accept that you're purposely, like, not looking for something mm-hmm. or or that, like, you 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 are judging it and nobody else is judging it. Yeah. Like, people write in their profiles, like, let's not tell like our future grandchildren that we met on yeah an app and i'm like calm calm the fuck down yeah like, your future grandchildren cares. will only be meeting people yeah. online and i think um they'll probably be married to robots <laughs> what was i just gonna say oh yeah Sorry. even you know i constantly get asked like oh you know like you asked me at the beginning like you haven't you didn't meet anyone on okay yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. but people you know assume about me I'm just like constantly online dating all the time but I'll take like weeks off where I don't even look at the apps I forget to respond to people but I do when I um you know when I'm interested in someone I try to make a commitment to like see it through 100% um and if I start dating someone I don't want to like see more than like to maybe three people at a um, time. Yeah, it's very depending on like the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. But once I go on like three, four dates with someone, I'm focusing on that mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a problem when you don't focus on yeah, you know that person. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a uh, there's a lot that we could keep saying about you know setting yourself up for the yeah. new the new year and new you um i will leave uh, everybody with this one um 
quote uh, is by Rumi. He's an awesome poet. Um, and he says, your task is not to seek for love, but to seek out all the barriers you have built against it. I hope that is what we will all do for 2018. Because really, at the end of the day, we're all different. We're every, everyone's personal journey is completely different, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. For yeah, me, we can only give yeah. so much. And yeah. Is there anything you're working on for 2018? Yeah, I think like I said before, I want to, you know, really try to follow through with my commitments. Mm -hmm. And um, I also think one of my problems is kind of like putting too much out too Mm. quickly. Yeah. So, you know, trying to still engage with whoever I'm, you know, dating, but at the same point, just not taking it so seriously so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is um, still working a lot on like trusting my gut and like communicating more, which is so funny because I clearly everybody knows I talk a lot on the show, (laughs) but um, I'm learning to talk about feelings and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I couldn't even say that without like, it felt so awkward Um, with like the person I'm so I need dating. to give you some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I kind like of trade a little. Yeah, bit. don't Mace. Do you have anything like not not like a goal, but just like for for like New Year, New You? Like, how are you setting yourself up? Uh, I think I'm reassessing all of my priorities. Nice. And like reordering them. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Um. Lauren, we're so happy you got to be on the show. You're not done yet, though. We have six (laughs) questions. Um, Guys, this is uh, our dating version of the Bernard Pivot Questionnaire made famous on Inside the Actor Studio. Lauren, are you ready for your six questions? Uh, I think so. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? First thing I notice about a potential partner, I would say, is probably their... Just how they carry themselves, you know, if they have confidence or not. Nice. And, yeah, just their overall vibe. Mm. I like that. Um, what is your one deal breaker? Only one? <laughs> um, they can't be religious at all. Okay. What turns you on? It turns me on when a guy makes plans for me. Me too. <laughs> um what are one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Well, we just kind of talked about this. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the same thing. My strength is that I'm very open and I share a lot and I'm very trusting. But that's also my weakness because I can get very uh, emotionally involved very quickly and not necessarily see the drawbacks of the relationship because I'm like very heavily involved. Mm, yeah. I see that. What is love? <laughs> uh, love to me is just when you're with someone that makes you a better person and you make them a better person and you know, you feel like you can't at the time at least, you know, see your life without them. You see yourself growing with them and, you know, you want to continuously be a better person for them. I like that. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Um, I would say 
you know, you are smart or any form of like a compliment that is like an intellectual compliment, you know? Yeah. So like you're smart, you're intriguing or, you know, any of those kind of yeah. things. I think we hear like physical compliments oh, all the I time. Hate it. But yeah. uh, you know, when someone compliments your mind, it's like a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're like paying attention Mm -hmm. and they actually enjoy you as a person. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Lauren (laughs) Urasic, thank you so much for being on the Kind of Dating Podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. How can people find you on socials? Uh, My all my social media is at low and the cosmos. And um, how would you spell that? L O just L O A N D T H E C O S M O S. Got it. Yep. Um, and guys, you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Kind of Dating. If you didn't know, now you'll know. Kind of Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us at 7522 Sunset Boulevard here in L.A. There's so many S's in that, guys. I'm lisping so much right now. <laughs> um, but that said, uh, I'm always grateful that you guys are listening. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can take a few seconds and review us on iTunes, I'd appreciate it. And remember our contest for the people who review us on iTunes or the apps. Um, you will win a chance uh, to be a guest on the Kind a dating podcast um and uh yeah so do that asap also send in your dating stories and thoughts to kind of dating at gmail.com finally i know it seems tough out there but just try <laughs> till next time the show is produced by myself and mason booker who's also the audio engineer our associate producer is aisha holden Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.